you're watching online for the first time, and many of you are, and you'll have the Scriptures. And when you watch online, it pops right up on your TV or your screen, and you can see everything. And that's the point. We want you to learn God's Word today. Amen? So let's go. There's a better way to live your life. There's a better way to live your life. And it's called living for the King. Did y'all hear me or not? There's a better way to live your life. Not living it for me. Not living it for the church. You're living it for the King. And there's a better way. It's the best life you can ever have. Oh, you church people. All you want to do is take. You know, you're so pompous and proud and arrogant. And a lot of them are. (laughs) That's not God's plan. God's plan is for you to live for Him. And as you live for Him and you humble yourself at His feet, you'll be just fine. God will take care of you. It's the best life. It is the what life? It's the blessed life. Isn't it great to know where your blessings come from? Say, isn't it great to get off the throne of your life and lay down at His feet and start to be thankful and grateful for what He's done in your life? Living in Florida. How can somebody come here to this state, at the beach, down in this beautiful area, beautiful, and gripe and moan and groan. You're pitiful, pitiful, pitiful. You hear me? It'd be like going to the mountains. Oh, I just hate the view. What are you talking about? You hear me or not? This is a great life that we have to live for Jesus Christ. To be able to give, praise the Lord. Let's praise the Lord. Come on. Come on. To be able to get your tail up today and to go to church, to church, where we can have other believers in Christ and a band that prepares songs and somebody's right now preparing donuts and things like that. And then we go out and have communion. We're not having to make the communion up. Somebody did that for us today. When are you going to start seeing things? Yes or no? Amen. Believe it or not, I prepared for the sermon today. You matter. This is a great life we have. You hear me or not? To live for Christ. Amen. Like doctor over there has his arm around that wife of his. I know their life. Both of you had pain. Pain. And look at you. Together. Love. You got a wife. You got a husband. We can live in our house and not appreciate them. That is not living for the king. You hear me or not? Live for the king. It changed your life. The best life. The blessed life. That's what we're going to talk about today. Say that last part with me. It's the what? And guys, we've been there. Many of you have been done things I ain't done. All right? Going places I ain't gone. We've tried to get happiness, but me too, in a lot of ways. But this is the happiest life, is living for Jesus Christ. You mean having a king over you? Yeah. Because my daddy's the king. Saying, I love my daddy, because daddy loved me. And guess who else is the king? My brother. I don't have three kings, I got one. He's just big. And he's made me an heir. And a joint heir with Jesus and with you as believers in Christ. Amen. And He has given me. He ain't left me alone ever. He's never left me alone. But His Holy Spirit is my friend that sits closer than a brother. But now if you don't want to realize that, just have a crappy life, have at it. But we can have a great life. Yes or no, amen. 
And I know what it's like to get down in that hole, get down in that pit, not lift your head up, but that is not the will of God for our life. Amen? So, let's talk about it today. I'm building the table and setting the table right now. Here's our message today. Kingdom attitude, purpose, and action. Say that with me. Kingdom purpose and actions. It's a strong message straight from the Scriptures. Scriptures some of you might know, but let's look at it from this point of view today. Amen? Kingdom attitude. Roger, we're going to roll now, buddy. I'm going to get up off that stool. Ready? Here we go, buddy. Let's go. Push me. First of all, my attitude. My attitude for the king. What should my attitude for the king be? I don't know. (laughs) Well, I'm here to tell you. All right? And I'll back it up with the Scripture. How about that? And we're going to take it from the king himself, King Jesus. So, no arguments here. This is solid as a rock. Case closed. I'll make it. Here we go. It's called the Beatitudes. Let this be your attitude. Okay? Now, I I talked about these when we did uh, having the mind of Christ. These are things that should be constantly pounded into our head. This is the life that we should live. So what should my attitude for the king be? So what I'm going to do, I'm going to read the Scripture, then I'm going to read what I wrote. And we'll say it together. All right? I'll read the Scripture first. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Say this with me. This should be my attitude. Say it with me. I depend on King Jesus and not myself. That should be your attitude. Got it? That number one? I depend on who? King Jesus. And not who? Okay? Let's get a look at another one. This should be my attitude according to Jesus Christ. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. So this should be my attitude. You don't understand. Well, these are going to cover most of the things you say I don't understand. Let's just look at them. Let's look at this one. Say this one with me. I place my needs, hurts, and struggles on... King Jesus, because He is the one who truly cares for me. What's my attitude for the King? What should my attitude be for the King? Well, these first two, we set them. See them? Okay. That second one was a big one. Let's look at this one. Blessed are the meek. Meekness is strength under control. That's what that is. Meekness is strength under control. It's like a big horse with a bit. Seven of them yesterday. You could put a little child on top of him. But because of that bit in his mouth, somebody could lead that horse and he wouldn't throw that child off and stomp that child to death. Meek. Jesus said you're blessed if you're meek. So say this with me. My attitude should be, pop it up. Help me. I am humble before King Jesus. Because I have the right view of who He is. Uh Uh-oh. He's what? And who I am. You won't help with your arrogance. You won't help with your pride. You won't help with thinking you're all that. Let this be your attitude. A big old horse, an animal can do it, but you can't. Say Of course we can. We need to live for the king. This is what our attitude should be. Amen? Are we understanding so far? Good. Look at another one. My attitude for the king. By the way, this is Jesus talking. I'm writing stuff at the bottom trying to just make it practical for us today. A little more understandable maybe from where I'm coming from. Blessed are they which hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. What should my attitude be for the king? Say it with me. 
I desire the things in my life that King Jesus says are... How do I I live for the King? How do I have the right attitude for the King? This is how you do it right here. Ah, that's just the Bible. You people are shoving that righteousness crap on me. This is the will of God for your life. I'm not saying you and I don't want to do wrong. I do all the time want to do wrong. But because He's King, I need to humble myself. Wasn't that the previous one? Amen? And then I do what is right. And when I don't do what's right, I'm not acting like servant. I'm acting like king of my life. That has to do with, I think, number two. See how these all work together? I need to humble myself. Let's look at this next one. Attitude. What should my attitude be for the king right now, right here? Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. So say it with me if you don't mind. I extend mercy to others because, help me, King Jesus has what? Been merciful to me. See how that works with attitude? It's funny. When we want to jump down somebody's throat, we want to get on their case. How in the world can we do that? You might not have done what they did to you, but you've done plenty to him. And he has loved you. And he's saying your life is not your own. Your life is my life through you. Okay? You have been bought with a price. And you're to glorify me with your life. Oh, that's too strong. I'm sorry. Keep screwing around and screwing your life up when you could have victory. You could have victory. You could be a person that could say, you know what? I had a man tell me this morning. He caught me outside. I remember the first time he came to church. Negative, down, depressed, looked like death warmed over. And you're here listening to me. I know you don't appreciate me calling you that. But he told me, my life has been changed. After a year, a year or so. Come on, my life is different. My life is different. And he told me the reasons are personal. That's okay. That's okay. But he said, I am not the same person. His head is up. He's got hope in his life. doesn't mean he don't have aches and pains. He still struggles in areas of his life. But he's got a whole different attitude. That comes from the king. That's good stuff, guys. Amen, oh me. Yes or no? I couldn't help but listen to Sherry sing the song, Peace Be Still, as she led us. And, and other ones that they did. But, you know, in my life, where I was maybe ten years ago. Ten years ago, eleven years ago, my life was just hurt, man. I was hurt, left, Treated like like garbage, like I didn't matter. Killed me. And I'm sitting there right now today or standing over going, peace be still. How good you've been to me. Amen. What's the difference? Living for the king. Seeing him bring me through the fire and through the mess. Amen. Say. That's what I'm talking about today. This should be our attitude. It's not pie in the sky. It's living right now. And this is good stuff. This should be my attitude. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. What's that one? Say it with me. I continually acknowledge that I am made inwardly clean through the shed blood of King Jesus Christ. See, I don't live my life to get my purity. 
I can be pure and do the right thing because he gave his life a ransom for me. And now he's birthed me again. I've been born again. I have his spirit working in my brain and in my will and my emotions and my heart so I can make good decisions. You understand? But it's all hooked to the king. If I unhook my wagon to the king, good chance so goes the rest of Gary down the tracks. Y'all hear me? Train wreck. Another one. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. What should my attitude be? Say it with me, if you don't mind. I share with others the true inward peace that King Jesus has given to me. What's a peacemaker? A peacemaker is sharing with other people what peace you've been given from the King. Y'all hear me or not? Here you are, price paid, ransom paid. You've been set free as a child of God. And my attitude should be, I want to share that peace and freedom with other people. I want them to be free. I want them to know the peace that I have. Not look at how good I am. You could be like me. No, you can be free. You can be free. You can be free. Just like I'm free. You can be free. This is powerful. This should be my attitude. My attitude for the king. A couple of more. Blessed are those which are persecuted for righteousness' sake. What's that mean? Don't cry if you're persecuted for being an idiot. You deserve it. Got it? If you run your mouth and talk down to people and treat them like dirt, good. I hope somebody talks back to you. You deserve it, right? That's not what this is saying. It says, blessed are you when you're persecuted for what? When you did the right thing. When you kept your mouth shut. When you tried to live right and do the right thing. Blessed are you when that happens to you, when you're persecuted. For yours is the what? What's that mean? You can handle it. You'll get there soon. Won't you live for the king right now? Heaven's coming. Suck it up. Blessed are you when men shall revile you, persecute you, say all manner of evil against you. Falsely, for my name's sake. Mitchell, are you in the room? Mitchell went to a local business the other day with his mother. And it's funny how people will say something when you ain't there. And the guy started saying something against me. Probably trying to make Mitchell's mama feel, you know, a little better. He would have never said that if I would have been sitting there. Got it or not? But it's okay. It's okay if somebody says something falsely against me. I can handle that. Because I have the king. Now, if I didn't have the king, I'd want to go after him with a ball bat. See the difference? See the difference? And even Mitchell felt that way. So he got up and left the room. Is that correct, Mitch? Are you not going to talk to me or what? Okay. Did I tell a lie? Good. My point is, guys, people are going to say things about us sometimes. So what do you do? Blessed are you. When you live your right life and you do the right thing. And if people say something bad about you, so what? 
They persecuted the prophets, which were before you. And I'm no Jeremiah. <laughs> okay. If he can handle it, I can handle it. I'm in good company, baby. Amen. So what's the thing of the attitude? Say it with me. I accept, help me, and understand that I will be misunderstood and even mistreated for my allegiance to the who? See there? That's what that's teaching. I'm going to be misunderstood. I'll be mistreated. To, but I tell you what, it's puny. Hardly ever, never happens in my life. And when it does, I'm going to cry and put my leg between my head between my legs and cry like a baby. I'm going to hold my head up. Stay steady. Do the right thing. Amen? So that's our attitude for the king. Let's look at another one, Raj. We've got time. How about our purpose? This was pretty easy. Now, that attitude was pretty big, wasn't it? How many could see that and say, boy, you could get a lot of help right there? Let me see some hands. Anybody willing to say that? Man, a lot of help right there. I can get some, some help right there. Look at this one. This one isn't complicated at all. My purpose for the king, and this is just Jesus speaking. You're the salt of the earth, Jesus speaking. But if the salt has lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? If salt ain't salt and doesn't do the job salt's supposed to do, like to help flavor food, it can help purify. A lot of things, salt has a lot of good purposes. But if it ain't no good, it's thenceforth good for nothing. And then if it's really good for nothing, it's just thrown out on the paths and the trails, and it'll kill some weeds. Try it sometime. But he says, you're the salt. So what is my purpose for, for King, the King Jesus? Say it with me. I am what? On where? For who? That's your purpose. That's your purpose. I wish I knew my purpose, you've been told. I am salt on this earth. And wh what part of earth do I live on? Inglewood earth. Poor Charlotte earth. Venice earth. Sarasota earth. Amen. It's, and it's already some salt and sand down here, baby. We should fit in fine, shouldn't we? Amen? So come on. That is your purpose. Now say this with me. This is huge, guys. This is what Jesus gives you. Say this with me. I am good for something, not good for... How many grew up thinking you were good for nothing? Let me see somebody. Be honest. Would you all talk to me? I'm just a good for nothing. Sometimes parents said that. Or step-parents. Who knows who might be in your life that tries to... Put that trash in your head. Say it with me again. Put it up, Raj. Say it with me. I am what? Not. So I'm called to be salt. I'm not something to be thrown out and stomped on. Now, if I want to live my life for myself, that's exactly what I'll be. I'll be good for nothing for the king. That's not his purpose for my life. He has called me to a higher level. Say higher level. Higher level. He goes on. You're the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill can't be hid. Men don't. Let's put a light up. And then cover it up. That's not right. But you put a candlestick. You put it up high and it gives light to everybody in the what? In the house. So he called us salt. We're good for something, not good for nothing. And he called us Light. He says then, say it with me, let your light so shine before 
and women, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So, what's your purpose? Here's your purpose. This isn't hard. What's my purpose, Pastor? To be salt. To be salt. Your purpose, say it with me. I am light in this world. Good, Englewood. For who? Amen. Richard, where are you? He works with me on Friday. We start out with breakfast, don't we? Depending on how I feel. <laughs> and then we do some yard work. We might go to someone's, one of my kids' house and work and do stuff and hang out and, or help somebody. But everywhere we go, we try to be light. Yes or no? What's that mean? That's what I'm called to do. I've got waitresses that have been in this town for 20, 30 years. They know just what I like to drink. I mean, usually you have to take your bill up and pay for it. They'll say, give me your card. They'll walk my card up and they'll take what? I'm just trying to say, when you're salt and light, it's reciprocated and people appreciate that and they'll love on you back. you hear me or not? It's a beautiful way to live life, isn't it? Y'all hear me? Come on. And the church needs to do that. People need to see that out of us in this town. Amen? So that's our purpose. What is our purpose? To be salt and light. Say that with me again, pretty loud. I am not... You're not convincing me. One more time. I am good for not... That's your purpose. I don't know what I can do in the church. Can you be a little salt? Can you add a little savor? Can you be light? Can you shine a little light somewhere? Yes or no? Amen. Is that too much to ask? The king to ask us, would you all just be some flavor down there? Would you all be some help some people preserve and persevere? That's what salt does. Would you help shine a little light for somebody that they can't see too good? Is that too much for the king to ask us? That's, that's, what he asked. that's pretty much what he said. That's it. Be salt and light. That's pretty nice of the king, I think. I'd ask for a lot more if I was him. Amen. Let's look at the last one. Here we go. My actions. Raj, we'll just go on through them quick. It's a smart aleck right there. But I love him. Amen. He and I have that kind of relationship. We banter back and forth. And you think we don't like each other, but we love each other, and we would beat you up together. <laughs> right, Raji? <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. This I say to you, except your righteousness exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you're not going to go to heaven. And the Pharisees, and, the, and, the, and the, they were the most religious ever. So my goodness. What kind of actions must I have to go to heaven? Well, you need His actions working through you. See, they didn't have Him. They had rules and they had this, but they didn't have Him. See, the King wants to live His life through you. He calls us His body. Say that with me. He calls us His what? Did you know you're a Jesus' hands? You're His feet. You're His smile. You're His voice. You're His countenance in your eyes. That's who you are. See, they don't have that. You have Jesus. Y'all hear me or not? And here's the actions that He says of us. 
You're the salt of the earth, but if the salt's lost its savor, etc. Keep looking. It's good for nothing. So I am salt right now on this earth for the king. Amen? So we saw that, and we saw that we're light and all that. But don't you see these scriptures? Actions. You've heard that it was said of them of old time, Thou shalt not kill. Whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. This is the actions of believers in Christ. Watch this. But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother, without a what? Shall be in danger of the judgment. Whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. And whosoever shall say, Thou fool, you're in danger of hell fire. Your actions. That verse, Roger, let me just take a second. What's that mean, Raka? When you, what, you're, what that scripture is saying, we're to live for the king, we're to not be a person that's angry. But we shouldn't be these kind of people. This idea of Raka. God doesn't love you. That's what that verse is saying. We shouldn't say that to people. Does salt and light tell people that they don't love God or, or that God doesn't love them? Or does salt and light say you have hope and God loves you? You're doomed. You're damned. You're going to hell. That is so anti what Jesus said. And we should have actions that are hopeful for people. And when, when there's even times we should get angry, we need to hold our peace. These are our actions. And the same idea with thou fool. It just means that you're saying, you know, you're telling somebody, you know, you have no hope, you don't believe in God, you're a fool, you're a person who's just don't care about God at all. That's really not our place. We don't know what's in somebody's heart. How about we live and shine light and be disciples of Christ? Y'all hear me or not? I could talk all day about that, but whatever. Keep looking. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar, ooh, it's connected to this previous verse. And you remember that your brother has ought against you. What kind of ought? You called him a fool, fool. <laughs> Come on. You said he had no hope. God couldn't love him. But here you are coming to the church house bringing your gift. You've treated your brother out there like garbage. Jesus said, then you remember you've done this to your brother. Why don't you leave your gift right there? And go your way and be reconciled to your brother. And then you can offer your gift. What's our actions for the king? Say it with me. I love my wife. For who? You don't understand what I'm going through. Let me ask you a question. Who's your king? You can love when you don't think you can love. You can do some amazing things. Agree with your adversary quickly while you're in the way with him, lest at any time the adversary deliver you to the judge, and the judge deliver you to the officer, and you be cast into prison. What's that mean? I could have gone to court many times when we built this building. Guess what? I chose that scripture right there to never go to court. I'm going to listen to my king. How many ever went to court before in this room? You went to court before and you thought you were going to win and you didn't. Let me see some hands. Come on. Huh. You're a lot wiser, Jesus says, to agree with your adversary before you ever get to the courthouse. I, you might not believe me. Do it your way. Have at it. But uh-uh. Come on. My actions for the king is to agree to do what? One more time. One more time. 
I've seen families that grew up together. They played together. They loved each other. They were brother and sister. They can't stand each other because they can't let the crap go. You're a crazy person. Let it go. You don't understand. Let it go. Who is your king? Let it go. Not saying you don't hurt. Let it go. How many people have ever been killed because somebody didn't let it go? My mother came home after church one night. And something got in my stepdad's crawl for years, I bet. And he shot her six times. We don't know what we're capable of doing, evil people. Y'all hear me or not? How many know you're evil without Jesus? Any hands? Thank you. How about we live for the king? Let it go. You can make more money. You can get you another car. My actions for the king. i got to quit, Raj. How about this last one? You've heard it said of them of old time, don't commit adultery. I said to you that whosoever looks on a woman to lust after her has committed adultery already in his heart. We gave a whole good long message a few weeks ago on that. I choose purity for King Jesus. Don't talk to me about how much you love your king. When you're going to live your life your way and do it your way. And that's okay to live it your way and do it your way. But just don't play the game. Stop it. He wants purity. You what? One more time. He wants us to do what? Marriage is a good thing, right? Now the church is giving up on it. Amen. Lord, help us. Amen. We need to live for the king. i got a lot more. we got to quit. Let's thank the Lord for his word. We're done. Got to go quick. Got to quit. Got to quit. Got to quit.